Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now for our story. Hello? Hello, Aunt Mary. This is Bill Mead. Oh, how are you, Bill? Pretty good, thanks. How's everything at the Lane Farm? Just fine. Such lovely weather we're having lately. Yeah, it's been swell. Uh, Say, Aunt Mary, I was wondering, are you planning to be in town today? Well, I don't know, Bill. I hadn't thought much about it one way or the other. Why, is there something special? Well, as a matter of fact, there is. That's why I phoned you so early this morning. I wanted to be sure not to miss you. The thing is, I'm to see Angus McKillop at his office around noon. I see. And uh, I wondered if you could possibly meet me there. You see, there have been some new developments on this custody suit of mine, and I'd like to tell you all about it. Do you think you could possibly make it? Why, yes, Bill, I believe I can. Oh, gosh, that's wonderful of you, Aunt Mary. I sure do appreciate it. Well, that's all right, Bill, if you think I can help at all. Well, I'd like you to know about what's happened. Well, then, I'll uh, see you about 12, if the time's okay with you, huh? Yes, Bill, I'll be there. Swell. Goodbye, Aunt Mary. Goodbye, Bill. And shortly after 12 o'clock, Aunt Mary climbed the stairs to Angus McKillop's office near the courthouse square in Wakefield, knocked on the door, and was admitted by the attorney. Bill Mead was there already. Well, I hope, Angus. Bill, I haven't kept you waiting. Oh, no. I got here a little early, Aunt Mary. Well, Harry Lynn, you were right again. You told me something might develop, but I confess I didn't see a thing to count on. Have you good news? Well, I wouldn't say it's good news exactly, but it does change things. Why don't you tell me all about it? I'm very interested, as both of you know. Well, Mr. McKillop, I guess you'd better tell Aunt Mary. You're much better at sticking to the facts than I am. Very well, lad. I'll start from the beginning, then. From the letter I received. Letter? Yes. uh, It was, uh, let me see. Why, it was the same day you were here, Mary. Just after you left, I got this communication in the afternoon mail. Who was it from, Angus? It didn't say. But the gist of it was, the writer alleged to have some information in connection with the lad's suit for custody of his son. 
It said for me to go to the courthouse square at a certain time. This party promised to be there to uh, impart the information. I see. I got there at the appointed time. A few minutes later, the uh, party turned up. Oh, it's very strange. If there's anyone I trust in the world, it's you, Aunt Mary. Still, I have my reasons for believing it's much wiser to mention no names. You'll forgive me, I hope. Of course I will, Angus. I quite understand. Well, it appears that this uh, person had gone to considerable trouble to get hold of certain information about the lad's ex-wife. And uh, fortunately for us, it's quite obvious that this information has a certain importance in our case. You see, Aunt Mary, the reason I'd know nothing about all this was that, well, it supposedly happened while Kip was in California, before the baby was born. You mean this, uh, this person knew something that happened while Kit was away? Yes. Something that looks... Oh, but I'd better let Mr. McKillop tell the story. I'm not going to mince my words, Mary. I might as well come out with it, though it's not a pretty tale. Well, don't worry about me, Angus. I'm only concerned in seeing things turn out the best way for Bill. All right. Now, the fact is, according to the information given me, that while Kit Calvert was in California, she lived at this beach colony, uh, uh, Malibu, or some such name. Yes, I understood something like that. But what you didn't know, nor did our young friend here, was that the house she lived in was leased for her by a certain Paul Cromwell. Paul Cromwell? Hmm. That's odd. And what do you mean by that? What's odd about it? Well, I know he and Kit were good friends at one time, but... Uh... They were very close friends, according to our informant. Still... Bill... Did Kit ever mention, that, that is, did she tell you Paul Cromwell had been in California while she was there? No, not a word. I see. Of course, Angus, uh, just the fact that this, this old friend of Kit's was there at the same time, um, you can hardly count that as damaging evidence, can you? Mm. Remember, Mary Lynn, that the house Mrs. Mead lived in was leased by and paid for by this Cromwell person. And, uh, it's already been established that they were very close friends. So, that's the story. What I've been trying to make our young friend here understand is... Uh, it's a story he must use if he expects to get anywhere in this custody suit. Oh, but the trouble is, Aunt Mary, it's so ugly. So unpleasant. Me getting up in court and saying things like... Hey... It all hinges on one question, Lep. Do you want the child, or don't you? If you do, then you'll have to be more than unpleasant before you're through. It's a serious charge, and I don't deny it. But to prove that a woman's an unfit mother is bound to be a nasty piece of business, you can't get away from it. Oh, perhaps not, Angus. I don't know much about these things, but I think I do know how Bill feels. Oh, it's a shame there isn't some other way. Now, that's it, Aunt Mary. You know how much I want that kid of mine. Gosh, it's all I've thought about for months now. That and... Well, that is all, since the last time I was out to the farm and talked to Peggy. I think you know what I mean. Yes, Bill. I do. But I hate to think that in order to get custody of the baby, I'd have to drag all this up. Even if it is true. What do you think I should do, Aunt Mary? I know I have to make the decision, but... It would help a lot if I knew how you felt about it. Well, Bill... That's a difficult question for me to answer. 
for a lot of reasons. But you're always so wise about these things, Aunt Mary. Won't you just tell me what you think? Aunt Mary didn't answer Bill Mead immediately. She wished she could help him. Wished so with all her heart. But she wondered if she had a right to sway his judgment. If Bill uses this information, he probably will get custody of the child. And yet, I know exactly how he feels. Whatever Kit's done, she is the mother of his child. And yet, if he has scruples about getting up in court, making these accusations, he might not get custody of the baby. And for the baby's own sake, it should be with its father. Even though Bill and Peggy could never... What can I tell him in the face of all this? I suppose I must answer the boy. But I can't let my personal feelings come into it one way or the other. I've got to consider the whole question as if I didn't know any of the people who are mixed up in it. And Mary? What do you think? Well, Bill, it seems to me it's only an assumption there was anything actually wrong in what Kit did in California. The looks of it are against her, I know. But it isn't possible to be sure, is it? These things can always be twisted by a smart lawyer, it's true, but... Uh, naturally, Mary. There's always the possibility of doubt in any circumstantial evidence. Yes. So, unless there's definite proof, it seems to me it's... Well, it's rather dangerous to make such an accusation. Dangerous? In what way would it be dangerous? Because, Angus, Kit's whole future life may be affected. Whatever I think of her, regardless of the fact that I... I honestly believe that baby would be better off with Bill. I certainly don't wish Kit any unhappiness she hasn't earned. And yet, Mary Lane, this may be the only way. There's always a right way and a wrong way to do a thing, Angus. And even if the end in view is a good one, it can be lost or spoiled by going after it in the wrong way. Aunt Mary, you have it in your power right now to avoid the marriage of your niece Peggy to a man she doesn't love. For if Bill Meade refused to use the information with this ugly inference given to his attorney by Jesse Calvert, he would probably lose his suit for custody of the child. If that happened, there would be no obstacle between Peggy and the man she loves. But perhaps that is the wrong way. There is so much to consider, and your answer must be right. 